as we meditate on the Word of God recorded in 2 Timothy chapter 3, verses 12 through 17. Yes, and all who desire to live godly in Christ Jesus will suffer persecution. But evil men and impostors will grow worse and worse, deceiving and being deceived. But you must continue in the things which you have learned and been assured of, knowing from whom you have learned them, and that from childhood you have known the holy scriptures, which are able to make you wise for salvation through faith, which is in Christ Jesus. All scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness, that the man of God may be complete, thoroughly equipped for every good work. This is the word of God. Let us pray. Dear Jesus, bless the preaching of your word and the hearing of it. Amen. In January 2018, the Salesforce Tower opened as the tallest building in San Francisco at 61 stories or 1,070 feet. Its foundation consists of a concrete slab that is 14 feet thick, an acre in breadth, with 42 special piles that anchor it down into the bedrock more than 300 feet below. It took a full 18 hours to pour all 49 million pounds of concrete, consisting of 12,000 cubic yards, one of the longest concrete pours on record. Prior to the concrete, workers had constructed a lattice system of 12 layers of rebar, consisting of 5 million pounds of number 18 rebar, the largest available. All those statistics sound mighty impressive. But the purpose of all of this isn't to marvel at man's ingenuity. Rather, the purpose is simply to illustrate that if you want to build a massive building, you have to have a strong, massive foundation. And what is true of building physically is even more so when you're building spiritually. Fifty years ago, the members of Holy Trinity Lutheran Congregation were moved to begin a Christian day school. As they did so, they had to determine what to use as the foundation for learning in the classroom. Should you just simply mimic what the world was already doing and slap a Christian label on it? Or should it be something more? By God's grace and the Spirit's guidance, the members of this congregation determined that the foundation for Holy Trinity Lutheran School would be the word of the Almighty Holy Trinity, God. The text we have before us explains the benefits of building a child's foundation on the word of God. First, we learn from our text that building a child's education of the foundation of God's word gives them a defense against the evils and the deceptions of the world that they will grow up in. 
With Salesforce Tower having been built in California, the engineers had to take into the account the possibility of earthquakes and their design of its foundation. Our text mentions the spiritual earthquakes of evil men and impostors and deceptions, all of which can shake the Christian's faith. And boy, do we ever see such earthquakes clearly in the world's schools today, where children are being taught outright lies regarding gender, human sexuality, race, love, happiness, truth, and on and on. In our text, Paul shares with Timothy that his best defense against such lies of the devil and the world is to go back to the foundation of Holy Scripture that he learned from childhood. The purpose of Holy Trinity School from its inception was to found the child's faith firmly on God's word so that they too can drown out the world's deceiving thoughts and ideas and philosophies, which are all just a bunch of noise. And I chose this very text for today because it is one that I fondly remember learning from memory work while attending school here. And those robust memory work assignments of Holy Trinity School are by far one of its greatest assets. So may the students who attend here never neglect their memory work, and may the teachers never shy away from keeping a full and robust memory work schedule for the duration of the student's schooling here for every passage well-memorized, and every passage well-learned is another layer of rebar, reinforcement for that student's faith life. As we mentioned earlier, Salesforce Tower is 61 stories tall. In order to build story upon story upwards like that, the foundation has to be strong and massive. Well, of course, the same is true of spiritual building. In Deuteronomy chapter 6, Moses gives the Lord's commands to the Israelites regarding the religious instruction of their children. And these words, which I command you today, shall be in your heart. You shall teach them diligently to your children, and shall talk of them when you sit in your house, when you walk by the way, when you lie down, and when you rise up. The people were to be giving religious instruction to their children every part of the day and in every area of their child's life. Well, what do we read here in our text from 2 Timothy 3? All Scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable, useful, that is, for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness, that the man of God may be complete thoroughly equipped for every good work. The Word of God alone is enough for the man of God to be complete, thoroughly equipped for every good work. Holy Scripture is the only foundation on which the Christian can safely and properly build layer upon layer of absolute truth needed for his faith and for his Christian walk in life. 
It's the only way a truly biblical worldview, that is, a proper godly understanding of the world around us, can be advanced. Every classroom subject taught at Holy Trinity School begins and ends with God's book. So that as Paul says in 1 Corinthians 2, your faith should not be in the wisdom of men, but in the power of God. The Salesforce Tower also needed such a massive, solid foundation because it is home to the offices of over 10,000 workers. That's roughly the population of Newberry, South Carolina, all working under one roof. Well, again, spiritually speaking, God's Word is the foundation He uses to build His church. And if I may give a personal example... I went through Holy Trinity Lutheran School, kindergarten through eighth grade, and I am now a pastor of four churches, one of which came into our church body, came into the CLC, very much like Holy Trinity did under the help of Pastor Paul F. Nolte. And I got to experience that with the pastor who baptized and confirmed me and taught me here at Holy Trinity School. Look at all of the individuals that I have been blessed with to bring God's word to because of the foundation that I received here at Holy Trinity Lutheran School. And I'm just one student. Think of all the many students I learned from the poster over in the school over here. We've had 205 students attend over the 50 years of the school. Think of all of those 205 students who have attended and have had that same foundation of God's word and the lives that those students have had the potential to touch with God's word over the last 50 years. So then faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. That is God's foundation of how he builds his church. In March 2019, just 14 months after Salesforce Tower opened, it was reported that cracks were found on interior windows of the building. This was likely due to a shifting or settling of that massive foundation. And you know what that reminds me of? It reminds me of this passage from Genesis 3. Then the eyes of both of them were open, and they knew that they were naked, and they sewed fig leaves together and made themselves coverings. You see, all of the modern advancements of mankind, all of the great ideas that we come up with, all of the learning, all of the technology, you name it, it's all just fig leaves when compared to God and His Word. And that truth is most apparent in light of this passage from our text. But you must continue in the things which you have learned and been assured of, knowing from whom you have learned them, and that from childhood you have known the Holy Scriptures, which are able to make you wise for salvation through faith, which is in Christ Jesus. 
That's the ultimate goal of your school, isn't it? To make students wise for salvation through faith, which is in Christ Jesus. Whereas the sinner tries to cover over the shame and nakedness of his sins through his own fig leaf efforts, God in his grace and his love and his mercy comes along and covers over all of our sins by the blood of his son. Everything we have been discussing up till now has been leading to this great truth, the truth of the gospel. The truth that the blood of Jesus Christ, God's Son, cleanses us from all sin. You can use the Bible in every subject, have the highest test scores of the nation, graduate the most successful students in the country, but if you are lacking this one truth about Jesus, you do not have a Christian school. Your foundation is not strong enough, and you are failing your students. Because on Judgment Day, test scores, GPAs, academic awards, sports trophies, none of that will matter. The only thing that will matter is whether or not a person is covered in Jesus' blood and righteousness through faith in Christ Jesus alone. For 50 years, this has been the greatest gift Holy Trinity Lutheran School has been providing to its students. For 50 years, Christ's gospel and his word of absolute truth has been the foundation for your school. The Holy Trinity, that Holy Trinity, has been building on this foundation for 50 years is a miracle of God. It's all a testament, not to how great y'all are, but to how great God is. It can all be traced back to the same grace, mercy, and kindness of God who sent his Son to be your Savior. And there is no shifting or settling in that foundation. There's not a single crack in the foundation of God's love for you in Christ Jesus. No earthquake from the devil or this evil world can shake that truth. That Jesus lived and died for you and rose again. On Christ, the solid rock you stand. All other ground is sinking sand. Amen. Continue with the next hymn verse. What do you think of when you think of strength? Perhaps most of the time we have the image of physical strength, a professional bodybuilder who's rippling with muscles. Or we may have the idea of mental strength, maybe like a basketball player who is shooting a free throw with the game on the line, but is able to block out all that pressure along with the opposing crowd trying to distract him and sinks the shot like it's automatic. 
Maybe we think of emotional strength. Somebody who has endured great heartbreak, but still exudes a positive attitude. In all these cases, you can think of strength being built through overcoming resistance or a challenge. When we think in spiritual terms, we can also think of overcoming resistances or challenges. In that sense, as the hymn verse we're about to sing reads, in every condition, the Lord, the Almighty, thy strength, heir shall be. In other words, whatever Holy Trinity faces, we can be assured that the strength of this school and indeed the strength of this congregation, both as a group and individually, is found in the Lord, our Almighty God. In terms of building strength by overcoming resistance or difficulty or adversity, we gain the greatest comfort by recognizing that our most daunting enemies, sin, death, and hell, have already been overcome through Christ's suffering, death, and resurrection. As we look at our lives and see how we sin daily, indeed how we sin by the minute and even the second, we recognize with frustration that we can never overcome sin on our own. Before the Holy Spirit brought us to faith, we were dead in trespasses and sins. We can't get any weaker than that. Similarly, none of us can overcome death. We all know someday we will die. And despite all the advances in medicine and technology, nobody yet has been strong enough to find a way to live forever, to avoid death. Finally, since we are too weak to fight off death here on earth, we are even less equipped to fight off eternal death. Starting from these most important questions, those of physical and eternal death, we realize very quickly that our strength does not come from ourselves, but from the Lord. And we can and should apply that concept to our everyday lives, including the very school whose anniversary we are celebrating and thanking God for this weekend. Indeed, as the hymn first points out, it's important to remember that God is our strength in every condition, both in times that seem positive to us, in health and in wealth, and those times that seem negative to us, in sickness and poverty. Celebrating any anniversary, but especially a 50th anniversary, is a milestone that leads to happiness and to pride. I think, though, that also leads to reflection. It may be that we often take for granted our congregations, our churches, schools, and even our synod. Once something has been established for a long time, it almost seems inevitable. Well, of course we have a church building. Of course we have a parsonage, a school, and full-time called workers. Why wouldn't we? But those who know the history of the school better than I, I'm sure, 
could point out to times where none of what we are blessed with now barely seemed possible, not to mention inevitable. I wonder if 50 years ago those Holy Trinity members who prayerfully considered and decided to have a school were fully confident and assured that this school would last at least 50 years. I see from Ms. Fitchin's reflections that they had 13 students that first year. But they also had to celebrate her installation outside because they didn't have the indoor facilities for a congregational meal. I'm guessing that especially at first, they hoped to get through that first year or even the first month or first week of school. I'm also guessing that by earthly judgment, their efforts would have seemed foolish or misguided. How did this school come about and even thrive for 50 years? By the strength of the Lord. We read in Isaiah 12, Yah or Jehovah the Lord is my strength and song. He also has become my salvation. Isaiah here stresses the name of God as our covenant God and goes on to des describe how to express our gratitude for God's keeping of his covenant of salvation for us. Praise the Lord. Call upon his name. Declare his deeds among the people. Make mention that his name is exalted. This church, this service, and indeed, Holy Trinity itself becomes a vital way that we continue to praise the Lord for his salvation and to spread the wonderful news of his gospel. But we too also can individually express to our friends, neighbors, co-workers, and even complete strangers how this school, like our faith, is special because it's built with God's strength, not ours. Once this celebration of the school's anniversary is over, it may seem like you have been dragged back to reality. Once the party is over, the same struggles and problems and difficulties of maintaining a Christian school will still remain. Indeed, you may face even more. Just as we praise and thank God when our conditions are positive, so we turn to his strength when we are besieged with problems that seem to be, and indeed are, beyond our means to solve. We are reminded again from Isaiah 12, Behold, God is my salvation. I will trust and not be afraid. No matter how bad things are here on earth, we are promised eternal life. What a change in perspective that brings. We also realize that God himself will strengthen us. As we read from Isaiah 40, 28 through 31, he gives power to the weak and to those who have no might, he increases strength. Even the youth shall faint and be weary and the young man shall utterly fail. But those who wait on the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings like eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. Waiting on the Lord is not like waiting on humans. Indeed, it's that confident expectation that the Lord who kept his promises 
throughout history will continue to do so for us. Waiting on the Lord means not being confident that we have all the solutions, but that God will reveal his plans in his time. In that comfort, we can echo the Apostle Paul who writes, I can do all things through him who strengthens me. Finally, you can pray like the psalmist, strengthen me according to your word. It is that faith that is strengthened by God's word and sacraments that will provide you the strength to stay committed to educating children in that very same word. So, as the inevitable difficulties arise here at Holy Trinity, you too can be confident that God will strengthen you and provide you the means and ability to carry out his will. The difficult times are, of course, when we recognize most clearly our dependence on the Lord's strength. But as we celebrate and praise God for blessing this school for 50 years, let us also remember that these happy times of celebration are also brought about by the Lord's strength. Finally, as you continue to enjoy both the joys and challenges of Christian education in the future here at Holy Trinity, you can be confident that our covenant Lord will continue to be your strength. We'll continue with the next hymn verse. Before I begin, I'm going to break one of my wife's rules. <laughs> she is frowning already. She said I should not share any memories during my sermon and reminded me that my flight is leaving tomorrow morning. <laughs> but this morning, I had a powerful memory. Choir was sitting here and Miss Joyce was right here. And I remember uh, especially, and it may seem strange, the most blessed part of my ministry here and other places were funerals. This was the whole goal of the ministry to which I was called. And I would call this my Amen Choir. And I would wonder how long before I'd bring tears to Miss Joyce's eyes. And it came back to me. So now I'll begin the 10 minutes I've been allotted. So. <laughs> Let us pray from Psalm 25. Remember, O Lord, your tender mercies and your loving kindness, for they are from of old. Reminded that our anniversary is a time to look back and to see the foundation upon which this school was begun and continues to exist. For each of you are built upon the foundation of the apostles and the prophets, the Old and the New Testament scriptures, and the cornerstone is Jesus Christ. And this is the foundation of our life as a congregational family and also of God's purpose for us in life. 
Our hymn verse reminds us in the third stanza to look back 50 years. And what do we see? We see God's unchangeable love. E'en down to old age all my people shall prove my sovereign, eternal, unchangeable love. When I was invited to participate in this service, I wondered why, other than the fact he's my nephew. And I thought, well, you know, for a time I served, and you may not know this, as principal of Holy Trinity Lutheran School. And it was mercifully a brief <laughs> thing. But then I was reminded that I have the ultimate qualification for this section. That's old age. <laughs> and it is remarkable that as we uh, get older, we may forget where our keys are. This morning, I can't find my wallet. And especially, I forget names and faces. But the past becomes more meaningful and rememberable. And so, 50 years, old age gives us a different perspective. And we can look back on our lives and see the purpose of God and, and see his undeserved, unchanging, eternal love for each one of us. But how are we gonna evaluate the blessings of Holy Trinity School and Christian parents and Christian educations we know that we can't evaluate it on the basis of the size of the building or the number of students or the achievements of the students. The purpose of a school, the purpose of our congregation, the purpose of our calling as parents is to fulfill Jesus' command to feed his lambs. Some of you may remember the early days of Holy Trinity. And there are many memories that pop into our minds. And I think as we get older, our memories also are four-second snapshots. And it's amazing to, for me to see the children that I instructed, to see their children at ILC in my retirement. I, I see them at chapel and I see them in sporting events and the wonder of God's love and mercy as his holy saving gospel is passed from generation to generation. And I remind you also to remember the blessings of Emmanuel Lutheran High School and college and seminary which continues to provide teachers and pastors and lay members for the work of God's kingdom. And so our school has proved the sovereign, eternal, unchangeable love of our Heavenly Father and our Savior, Jesus Christ. But also a anniversary celebration is an opportunity to look forward. 
and the hymn verse says, and then hoary, that's white hairs. Their temple shall adorn like lambs, they shall, uh, shall still in my bosom be born. Minded at the seminar yesterday and also today that the purpose of Christian education is not to prepare students and people how to live, it's to teach and prepare them how to die. And I remember that one year when we had nine funerals and it was a blessed opportunity to see the purpose of our life in a Christian death. And so we have the purpose and the goal of Christian education and also even as we grow older as reflected in Psalm 1, uh, 71, even when I am old and gray, O God, do not forsake me until I deliver the strength of your arm to the next generation, your power to all who are to come. Our whole purpose is to prepare another generation, God willing this world lasts that long, to declare the wonders of God's love and God's salvation, undeserved grace. And it's quite a task. It's quite a task for parents to raise children in the training and admonition of the Lord. It's quite a task to have a school to prepare a generation to come. But this is our hope and our confidence. Because our hope isn't centered what we are here, who we are, but our hope is that eternal salvation that God has prepared for those who love him, a day which we look forward to. And sometimes you get older, you wonder why God left you here, but he does have a purpose, and that purpose is being fulfilled here at Holy Trinity. So one last thought, as we think of a generation to come, just think the children I instructed are now having children that are entering into schools. And God, sometimes when we get old, we see all the negative. You know, we see what's going on in this world, and, you know, every older generation says, that younger generation. But you look at the children and the young people here today and you see the wonder that God has performed, the faith life that is evident in this increasingly godless world. I think back to my generation and of Ozzie and Harriet, everything was good and you know, morals were supposedly good. But every generation is attacked by Satan. But we have the answer in Jesus Christ and the gospel and the word. We were reminded again and again yesterday and today, do not forget the importance of the word of God. Because God has promised 
that his word will not return to him empty, but it will accomplish his purposes. And he promises that his word, this congregation may come and go, but God's word will endure forever. It's important too as we look back to realize our weaknesses and our failings and the struggles that we go through in our lives and in our congregation and to take refuge in Jesus, his life, his death, his resurrection. And I look back and I uh, personally thank God for the school here, my children, uh, see if I can name them in order, <laughs> Jeff and Mike and Dan, Amy and Scott and Dawn, came to, were attending school. And it's remarkable as you look back and then to see my great-granddaughter, Sophia, here at school. And so I thank God and I thank you. Amen.